tis the season of love, and in today's episode, I am talking with Erica Wiederlight about flirting, so we can help you find that love of your life, or just share a little bit more of your joy with others. In a survey I took on Instagram, 75% of people said that they are not great at flirting, and Erica is here to help with that. Flirting without giving your power away, how to flirt with yourself, uh, how to flirt in relationships. We are going to get into it. And uh, just a side note, there is a place where I say hormones and I mean pheromones. So just a note and let's get started. Hello and welcome to Reconsidering Words, where we go deeper into the language of dating, relationships, and authenticity. Erica Wiederlight is a sexual empowerment coach, speaker, and expert. Her mission is to help humans feel more alive, confident, embodied, and to have an epic relationship with themselves and others. I am here today talking with Erica Wiederlight, and we're going to be talking about flirting. According to the Cambridge English Dictionary, Flirting is to behave as if sexually attracted to someone, although not seriously. So to me, a lot of red flags are already popping up. This is, I, I almost feel, yeah, this is, this is just not right. So hi, Erica. Hi. <laughs> so and, to be here. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for being here. Yeah. What, what is your definition of flirting? Definitely not that. <laughs> it's funny because I was actually like, you know, with the intro, I was like getting ready and I was like, oh, this is gonna be such a fun conversation. I'm so excited to hear what this definition is. And then I was like, oh my, like that, <laughs> that feels very, ugh, like that feels overwhelming and contracted. And I don't love that definition. Um, so yeah. for me, right. I'm like, oh, for yeah. me, you know, it ebbs and flows, but um, one that I love and that I've kind of like taken on um, is the teacher, Mama Gina, as you know, Regina Thomashauer. Yeah. Some the way that she explains flirting, and I've again something you know can't take everything as Bible, but something that I really love is how she explains flirting is instead of it being like we just talked about from the dictionary's definition, <laughs> is being in your fullest range of turn on excitement aliveness, and it's almost like playing with another person. So it's not like from this place of like I need this, I'm gonna get this. It's it's almost being so, and how I interpret it is it being so full in your radiance and your turn on and you want to, like, you are like, I am bubbling. Like, I am bubbling with this energy. I want to, you know, I want to also play with you and you could take it and we could play and we could have fun or you could be like, no, thank you. Um, but it's like a consensual conversation, um, an energetic conversation where I'm so in the, my turn on and my playfulness that we share that with each other. And for me, that takes away some so much of the charge and the yuckiness you know that comes along with this the whole theme yeah it sounds like you're talking about much more just like being alive in yourself that energy and a lot less about uh sexual attraction like who 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 can we flirt with with this energy yes it's so funny Regina actually talks about this too and I I agree with this you know of you know to a certain extent but she's like you know we have this age old you know 
thought process of like it needs to be someone like you said like that you're attracted to and da, 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 and how she kind of explained it and I you know can sometimes take this on is it's for everyone it's you know it's like it's lifting people up you know it's not about like oh I'm attracted to you and then it's because then it becomes a game and manipulation it's like I'm whoever is with me you know like I am going you know to invite you into my turn on so whether it be someone that you're so not attracted to and it's just like I'm, come on in like let's rise together or you know she says like or a dog or a child you know you're like bring not with playfulness you know so it's for I I don't like the I don't like to subscribe to the theory that it's only someone that you're attracted to you know because and it's just it that just feels so sticky you know it's it's for me my interpretation is I'm going to be in my joy and I want you know I want you're welcome on the ride if you want, you know, and if you're like, I don't want to go on the ride. It's like, no problem. I'm, you know, like all good. I'm going to stay here. But like, if you, you know, puppy, if you want to come on the ride, you know, it's essentially just sharing this energy with, with all people, you know, that feel safe, of course. Yeah. Safety. Like, um, do you feel like there need to be boundaries around this? Cause yes, from this new perspective of like joy and energy and like, you can join me if you want. And like, and you could definitely see how like even flirting maybe in exchange with a person at the cash register or something like that. Just like getting that day a little happier than it was before. But like, yeah, do we need boundaries with this? Yeah, because, you know, I, I think this is not everyone's definition. So it can kind of be confused. So, you know, we can have this conversation and we can go out and jam on that, which is great. But other people don't have that definition. So it can be confusing. And, you know, and, and of course, you know, the deal, like the work that we're doing, it's like we do need to create safety. So would I suggest flirting with someone on the subway at four in the morning? I wish we could. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wish we lived in a society where we took care of each other. You know, some people that does happen, but I wouldn't suggest that. You know what I mean? Like, I would check in with your body and and check in and be like, is this situation safe? Um, and if it is great, if it's sometimes it's not appropriate and it's not it's not safe to do that at four in the morning on the subway. Or if you feel like, ooh, I feel like no, you know, no judgment, but I feel a little like unsafe with this person, like maybe they can't hold it. Maybe it's like, OK, I'm going to be kind, but I'm not going to go to that. You know, I'm not going to share that level because they might not be able to hold it. Um, and, you know, sometimes we blubber this. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's hard because sometimes people can misread. But um yeah, I think there's there is a a big element of safety that does have to happen for this to feel good and consensual. Otherwise, it can kind of feel a little bit messy. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Checking in with yourself, making sure safety. And I, I definitely agree with it can be misconstrued. I feel like, yeah, definitely. I've literally just been nice to people or listen to someone and they think that you're hating on them and it's just like <laughs> nope that, I was just literally listening to you <laughs> so yeah yes <laughs> yeah and you need you know like reading if the space is safe you know what I mean if you're in a public container you know or a public place and you know like you you it's unfortunate that we have to have this conversation but I do want people to um not go towards this and, and not feel safe so I think you know with boundaries and with in a safe space literally with a person that's safe but also not you know you want to just kind of like you said like keep going back into your body feeling into okay you know can this person hold this will this land um and the cool news is you know i think another piece of this conversation is boundaries and safety but i think it's also us getting good at speaking our truth 
because sometimes it is going to be messy. Sometimes someone's just going to like jam with you and be like, yay, you know, like I'm playing with you. And sometimes people won't understand that language and they may say, oh, so would you like to go on a date? You know, and maybe it's a no for you. So it's like, it's, it's kind of a two-parter because you also need to feel comfortable speaking your truth, mm. you know, where it's like, oh, thank you so much. It's a no for, you know what I mean? Like, I think another piece of this conversation is uh, being willing to speak your truth because then this may feel like dangerous unsafe waters um so I think that's a piece of the conversation we should acknowledge too yeah I really like that because a couple episodes ago I was talking about fawning and this is kind of bringing in it's like is it fawning is but like it sounds like it's more coming from your joy versus what the other person what you're trying to like want them to be happy with that's exactly that's exactly it because I think the old school terminology that we were taught was like you're either trying to get something or you're trying to give some and it's just like so oh that feels so exhausting you know and it feels it's coming from can come from a good place but like that's kind of manipulative you know like and it's again from it could come from a good place but it's like ooh that doesn't feel good it's from like a little shadowy manipulative place so like that's why I love this definition or this way of being it because then you could take that that sometimes feels a little sticky and you could feel more empowered of like I'm not responsible listen I would love for you to jam out with me you know but I'm not responsible for your side of the street you know I wish you the best I wish you the cleanest side of the street and the sparkliest side of the street but I'm not going to jump onto your side of the street I'm jamming out on my side I'm making sure there's consent and safety and boundaries and speaking my truth and magic and it's kind of like, you know, like shooting off fireworks on your side of the street. And you're like, hey, do you want fireworks? But it's not like hopping onto other people's streets and maps, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> that I'm not responsible for your side of the street. That's, oh, I love it. Yeah. Right? Because then it's like, it gets so confusing. And it just, this is just such a cleaner way to, you know, to hand. I think it's cleaner and you're responsible for your joy um and you're not as like obsessed with what's going on they of course you want to you know have empathy for people and take care of them and all that stuff you know when it's appropriate but I think it's just such a cleaner definition definitely yeah because it, it almost sounds like you're building your energy and containing it and it's just like you're choosing to share this little bit and almost more of like a spark so like if you want to now like rise and have this happiness and joy but like if not I'm still like self-sustaining in this joy that's exactly it. you hit the nail on the head because I was gonna say what's cool about this is it's self-regulated you know what I mean where before it could be like okay if this person's responding this way I'm going to feel depleted. Or if this person responds this way, I'm going to be, you know, the deal. It's like, we could be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so charged up. I'm so charged up and then depleted, you know? So it's like, we can, and that's, you know, that's part of human nature that we are going to be responsive to people. But I think instead of putting so much of that on someone else and giving them the power, which sometimes people don't even want to like deplete us or to totally energize us, it takes that away. And it's like you said, it's self-regulating. So if that person's a yes, it's like, woohoo, you know, like we're just going to keep jamming. Or if it's a no, it's like, no problem. You know, like I'm going to keep in this energy. So I like that it's, it's a cleaner, more, um, almost like a more, yeah, regulated, aligned place versus like this, like spilling of energy. 
Yeah, definitely. No, that sounds amazing. Like a, a great practice for everyone. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we kind of talked about that you can bring this energy and flirt with pretty much anyone in a safe situation. But if we did move this a little bit more towards dating or trying to find that person or even in a relationship, like what would there be extra signals that would be involved in um, like kind of, yeah, becoming more alluring or I don't don't know how to put it. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think it's a different sauce, if you will. Right. Because I think I think it's a little bit heightened, a little bit different, because if you pretend, you know, like the first example we talked about with the barista, I think that's going to be that you feel that it's a little bit different than someone that you're like, hey, I genuinely want to start a partnership with you or some form of relationship with you. So I think it's a different flavor and a different sauce. And I think it's, you know, this is kind of a follow up is like, what's cool about that is there could be more conversations of like, more conversations, I should say, where like the other flirting is more, we're very much like we're in this moment, we're in this moment, we're playing this moment. And that's also great for relationships. But I think there's um, an invitation to go deeper. And I think sometimes it takes that conversation for people to know, um, if that makes sense. So I think it I think it is a different, it's a little bit of a different flavor. Um, at least in my personal opinion, I think it's a, a little bit different, you know, and it shows up a little bit differently. Yeah. Like what, what would be an example of like what this would look like in your opinion? Yeah. Like I think, okay. So we said like the barista, right? Like that's kind of like a hit, like a hit situation, you know, like we're playing, we're playing and we're out. Um, and I think if you're like, either courting someone getting courted whatever you know I hate that terminology but you get what I'm saying like in in that I think it's I think it's similar but I think there's more consistency and I think it's building you know where it's like those where the other flirting is kind of more like one-off I think this is building something a little bit more real um and that's the thing too it's I think it's an invitation to have a deeper conversation or it sounds silly but like a deeper flirt you know, because it's like, yes, there's play, you know, like the, with the barista situation, like, yes, there's play, yes, there's magic. But this, I think, is um, inviting in the person or persons to go a little deeper with you versus being on the on the one layer. I think it's like a deeper, almost like a deeper initiation. Do you feel like there's any, I don't know, like when you're in the situation, so like you see that person or or someone you, you feel you want to take this to a deeper flirt, like, is there, is it a body language thing? Like, cause I mean, I feel like between men and women, especially like now with online dating, but like when you're in real life, like how, how would we know that someone has that interest? Yeah. It's so funny because I think at first with like technology, we were like awkward with like how to do this verse in the phone. And now because this whole, all, all that's happening that we're so much on the phone and so much on the computer, I think we kind of like lost those skills a little bit, you know, like it's kind of like, like now, you know, so I think that's a great question. I think it's also being in tune with and listening to how people are interacting with you and yourself, you know, like how, is this person totally in a state of contraction? Are their, you know, shoulders shrugged or are they want nothing to do with you? And, you know, there's other pieces of that, like confidence and all of that, but you kind of can tell, you know, you could tell if someone, you know, touches your hand or, you know, you could kind of tell if they're in an open 
space versus being like totally shut down, totally closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same token for online. It's so different because we can't read that. Like that now goes away. But the fun thing is now there's fun. With, like I'm thinking of like emojis that, you know, like little winky emojis. Like there's, it's interesting because there's different, now it's a different, almost like a different book or how do I say different chapter for like being in the real world is its own chapter and digitally is its own. And, you know, that, you know, I have empathy for all of us, but it's, it's cool because it presents a fun challenge that we get to navigate both of these worlds because they are both so different because, you know, sometimes it's hard to translate technology world to in-person. So it gives us a, I'll say a fun challenge to navigate these two different worlds. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, so like in person for the body language of Vanessa Van Edwards, who's a body language expert, um, she talks about how it actually takes men have to see three signals to realize that someone's flirting with them. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of interesting. I don't know if that's how true I believe that, but I mean, and she talks about how like women, um, can show their neck because like when you like move your hair back, that's showing are really allowing your hormones to be released from your neck. Um, so like, yeah, so when women put their hair back and show their neck or tilt their neck, um, you can often see this in like iconic photos or like the Hollywood movies is like overplayed. Um, oh, and the, um, batting of the eyes, like, uh, when people look up through their eyelashes, it's kind of this coyness. And, um, again, you can see that in old Hollywood. Um, and a lot of these are like, we don't even realize we have seen them intentionally played up, but we unconsciously do these things. I know as well. Um, they say a one thing that men do when they're interested is they play with like their hair and like, they make sure that they're okay. Like they just unintentionally will, um, yeah, just make sure that they're okay. They're like worried about how they're presenting and women can do that as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I, in real life, these are, (laughs) these are some things, even though everybody's online now, it seems like, um, of ways I, that I've learned that you can tell. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm still kind of just curious, like how, how would you in real life interact to show flirting in attracting another person? Because, I think, especially with the Me Too uh, movement, I think guys are somewhat afraid still of like really making too much of a move. I mean, so maybe behind beyond even like what would tell you they're flirting, but also like how could you say to them like, "Hey, I'm interested. Like, it's okay." <laughs> like, yeah, that's a bit, that's a thing because you know we talked about this a little bit before, but. I also work, do work with men. And it's funny, I've been, you know, a podcast guest on so many, you know, men's shows and this, and they said that that's like a really big thing that's up for them is like, there is this fear of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to misconstrue this. And so I'm almost like, hmm, that like the three thing that we talked about, like the three that you said, like three suggestions or whatever. I'm like, oh, maybe that, honestly, it may be that. And even more now, since we're in such a heightened space, uh, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised because I, I see men now kind of being a state of freeze, um, and are that, which is, you know, like that's, I'm so glad that there's so many people that care about the movement and want to do their best, but we are seeing these effects that are like, 
I'm in, I'm in freeze right now. And I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. So I think it it is going that I think that I'm so glad you brought that up because that is part of the conversation. Um, you know, that like, there is this piece of like, ah, like, I think there's a big, ah, for everyone, you know, yeah, so it's yeah. like a big freeze moment, which is why I, I do like the, the definition we created of flirting, because the old school one, it's like, who wants to be in that, you know, like, that feels like so much pressure. And so that's why, again, like, I'm throwing it back, but I love being in that definition, because it feels more safe and, and fun versus like, this thing that I have to do to land this partner. In it. Like, it's just, we're ready. So many of us are already in a state of contraction. So then add on the pressure of it needs to look like this and it has to look like this. It's just like, who wants to take part in that? But if you could breathe and be more of this playful energy, I think then that comes um, more freely. And I think if you are in that like playful energy that we discussed, I, I'm thinking to myself, I mean, everyone's different, but I'm thinking, I wonder if those three or more would naturally come you know if you're if you're interested in someone like those three gestures I wonder if that would um naturally flow but I think it is something that we have to be like if we are wanting it um consciously put it out there if that makes sense because there's so many like uh, uh, like there's a push-pull energy that sometimes is happening in this climate yeah definitely um like yeah I'm curious too like because so especially in this climate of different sexualities and like gender roles are changing and readjusting and like so even for women like how do you feel like is it okay to be more direct in the woman like could a woman just go up to a guy and ask him out or or like how would she like allow him to like come to her and let him know that like what yeah what's your take yeah I think it's whatever you know the person wants in a relationship because I kind of think obviously you know we ebb and flow and we change roles and all that but like I think it's kind of mm, well things shift but if you're cool with it yeah I think there's nothing wrong with it and I think you can live in both you know what I mean like I think there's a place where it's like you know, if you're feeling today, feel called to be like, I'm just going to say this, that's allowed. And sometimes if you're like, I'm going to do the more subliminal things, like talk to this person and put my hand on their arm and, you know, that, that, that like it, though, that's welcome too. Um, I think, you know, it's kind of ebbing and flowing what you feel with that person. You know what I mean? But I think there is like, um, I wouldn't want to put too many like rules around it, if that makes sense. You know, like I think there's a place to like ebb and flow and, and, and feel into it. But yeah, it's like, that's why this conversation sometimes, you know, it's like there's so much pressure around the flirting conversation for all of us, you know, like it's like, ah, like it's so many rules and is this wrong? And is this right? It's just like, it's such, um, it's, I'm so glad you're talking about this. I'm so glad you're bringing this to light really because it's yeah. a, conversation that we like it's like ah like it could be so triggering in so many different spaces yeah I'm I'm curious too like what would you say to shy people because obviously you want them to stay in their authenticity mm -hmm. and when they're embodying this joy um it might not even be for trying to find a date but even just making friends like what advice would you give to them 
Yeah, it's funny. When I was thinking about this, I'm like, the word that's coming to me is like connection. So I think we also have like this like old, I don't know, at least I do. I have like flirting, you know, and I see like a woman on a chaise lounge and like a boa and like, it's like, oh God, like, and that can be like, it can be that extravagant, you know, roses type thing. And I think, you know, that is limiting to, like you said, people that are shy or like, ew, I, I have no interest in that flavor, you know, like that's not for me. So I think, you know, a thing for people that are more shy, but even like all of us is like, at the end of the day, it's not, or it wouldn't feel good to be a performative act. And I think because so, much, so many of us feel uncomfortable with it, it's like, we feel like we have to perform you know, where we feel like we're stuck in this like performative space because we're like, this is not my norm. I don't feel comfortable. So I feel like I have to like ooze it on or like, you know, I see this in a movie. So I guess this is how I do it. But like, I think let's boil all that down. Like if you're shy or even if you're not shy, I think it's about like, yes, you're in your joy. Yes, you're in your radiance. But I think it's about like genuinely connecting with the other person. And this is a kind of a random sidebar, but I kind of want to go here because it connects. But I remember... um so before doing uh, Layla's work, like I talked about, I actually did Mama Gina's work. And um, she is very, she called, you know, again, not every, not all, all teachers, you know, we all have our stuff. But what she does is for her women in her work, she calls them sister goddesses. And that's, you know, all these different types of women and you connect and you really feel like they are your sisters. And you're, you're, you're like, I'm with you. I'm supporting you. Like you just feel in it. You know, you feel so connected. And I remember I had a huge meeting, um, maybe like two weeks after an event. And I was so, and it was with a woman. And I felt so putting, I pedestal, you know, I put her on a pedestal and I was like, a little old me and she's the best and da da da. And I talked to my friend in the program and she's like, why don't you treat, instead of, you know, giving her all the power and she's this huge, huge executive and she has this, you know, power in her hands, like of your future, why don't you treat her like a sister goddess? And I was like, oh. Okay. And instead of me going into the room and being like, ah, like frantic, like you have the power, you have the power, you have my fate in your hands. Yeah. I walked in and of course, with respect and all of that, I like saw her. And instead of me being like, ah, you have the power, you have the power, you have like your, my career in your hands. I saw her and I was talking to her. We were, we talked nothing really about business. Eventually we did, but we were talking about nails and struggles and we connected as humans and quote unquote sister goddesses, you know, uh, whatever you could call um, brother gods, non-binary royalty, it's irrelevant. But I saw that, per you know, whatever gender, whichever gender, I saw that person instead of giving them their power away, I really connected with her as a human. And we connected, we jammed and it. So obviously the meeting went great, but I say that I want to throw that back to that story because instead of like, <gasps> I'm giving my power away and is this going to work? Are they going to pick me? Am I going to pick them? Am I going to hate them? It's going to be my partner. Like instead of us going down 25 roads, it's like, can we just connect with this person? And maybe the connection is for five minutes and we like talk about a great movie watched on Netflix or maybe it turns into something else. But I think, you know, it's like being in your radiance, being in your, being in your joy. But I think a big part, because the, the, this conversation could be so triggering is sometimes you get ripped out of our body you know, cause we're like, oh my God, I don't want to flirt. I don't want to be that stereotypical person. I don't want to, I don't know if I feel comfortable embodying that archetype. So it's like, let's take away all the stuff that feels, uh, and let's just remember, like, we're just connecting with this person. We're just connecting with this person. Like the intention is to connect, to connect, to connect. And so that 
you know, gives for me permission to people that are shy, that it doesn't have to be a whole performance. It's, it's like, I'm just talking to this person, you know, we're feeling, you know, we're talking, we're playing and, and it takes a lot of the pressure and the charge away from the situation. Yeah, that's awesome. It it sounds like there's a lot of common humanity that, so you've, you've got your version of this joy and energy and just seeing this other person as a person and that instead of having to come with um, ideas of what you should do, that they will just, from being in your joy, that it will be easier to talk and be authentic and, you know, see what happens instead of predetermining everything, whether before or during you talking to them. Yeah, because I think it's so much, right? Because it's like we have all of these things, like, we have the pressure of, I don't want to look like, you know, a fool doing the stereotypical flirting thing. Then I also, sometimes we can get future trippy. Like, was that weird? Was that it? Like we get very in our heads, you know, like, was that weird? Is this person good? Like there's so much happening at once. So I think like when we simplify, it's like, I'm just going to be in my radiance. I'm just going to be, I'm going to take care of my own turn on, meaning my radiance, my joy, my magic. And then I'm really just connecting with this person. I'm connecting with this person. I'm doing a dance with this person it takes away a good amount of the other stressors that naturally come up. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's great advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's why we're there. Definitely. So if you you take this connection, this radiance, um, the self-sustaining energy, if we move this back to online dating, so then instead of kind of coming from a pursuing type of place, with this energy, how would you show this, this new version of flirting through your photos, through your texting or your profile? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that's a great, I think, you know, is it in the lens? So often I'm just thinking of, you know, I'm like feeling the frustration already of like, oh, the pro, you know, every, you know, everyone. And it's, I see it, people being like, oh, this sucks. And just like, like it becomes literally like a video game. And that doesn't feel empowering, you know, so my invitation is to ask people, you know, to add and to cultivate like an inch more consciousness to the conversation. So instead of just like, beep, 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 you know, just like aggressively swiping, 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 like, can you take a deep breath? Can you feel, you know, we don't have much, but like, can you feel if this person feels safe? Again, sometimes we're going to get it wrong and we can't shame ourselves, but instead of being like cute, not cute, cute, not cute. Like, can you take a moment to read their profile instead of you just, you know, um, you know, like adding more magic to, it sounds silly, but like to your profile, like bringing your authentic self. Um, I think it is important because sometimes we can get lost into like, this sucks, the mundane of it. And I think it needs to have fun or else it feels like I hear all the time, you know, because I do the dating thing. Like I, you know, the dating coaching, I hear all the time, this feels like a part-time job. And I'm like, oh, that's so not fun. You know, that because who like, uh, I already feel like the the tension and then who wants to go that trickles, you know, it's like, then who wants to go on a date and who like, that doesn't feel good. So I think they're, you know, to boil it down is like, how can we add a little bit more like consciousness to the situation? So instead of just like, I'm watching Netflix, I'm eating chips, which is nothing wrong with that. And I'm also scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Can you just take a breath and feel into like, okay, you know, 
this is my truth in my profile. Like these are pictures that really show me my radiance and joy and, and are answers that are my truth, you know, even they, though they might be embarrassing. Um, can I really show myself and allow myself to be seen? And am I actually really seeing people? Because so often we like are, you know, again, you see more when you go on the deep, but like, am I actually seeing this person? Am I willing to see this person versus like next, next, or yes, yes, because they're cute, you know? So I think like we, there does need to be, it's a, you know, non-sexy answer, but like, I think there needs to be more consciousness, uh, fun consciousness, but into this, into this conversation with the whole dating thing, the dating app thing, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just bringing more consciousness to it. And yeah, especially with the photos and creating your profile, I could see how maybe instead of um, taking like sexy photos, unless you truly are like a person who embodies sexy on your day-to-day life, like maybe more so focusing on um scrolling through when was the last time you had a lot of fun and whatever that photo was like put that on there or like maybe you get dressed up for yourself and go do like possibly a professional or with your friends a photo shoot of where you just feel really good and instead of thinking about you know presenting to someone else it's like yeah I want to look at these photos and like smile every time I look at them and think I'm freaking amazing. <laughs> so it's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, the deal so many, when we look at those things so often, we're like, is this cute? Would another person perceive this as cute? Is this cute? You know? And it's like, oh, and there's okay. That's okay. There's a space for that. But like, like you said, like, oh my God, I love this picture. First of all, I look so my, and I had the best day ever, you know, like yeah. you and people feel that even, even though we're like sometimes in zombie mode with the yeah. apps, like yeah. people feel like, oh, oh, this is not just a picture that they think they, like, you know, we want you to look cute, but like that they just look, they feel they look like we want that whole thing. And this is another thing too, that's a little bit off topic, but I think there's another piece um, with owning your radiance is owning your truth. And I see so often people don't own their truth in their profiles, meaning like, sure, there's people that catfish, but you know, so we want to obviously look like ourselves. That's number one. But number two is we want to own, like, if you really are there and you're like, I really really want a relationship I think there's no shame and you know I'm thinking of Bumble that's like I'm interested in a relationship like there's no shame in that and so often we like small and size ourselves down because like I don't want to be seen as too much or you know to this and I'll just see where it goes but like and you know there's a space if you do want to just see where it goes but like if you know exactly what you want for a relationship or if you you know I think don't not share yourself you know, I see a lot of people like scaling down to be like Instagrammable, you know, and to be like, I'm cute. I like a cat. You know, I, I like cats and like these very like bullet point things. And I, I think like put your full self, I mean, obviously, you know, don't tell your social security number, but like pull, put your full self on there. You know, like if you do, you know, you want a relationship. If you do, if you are interested, you know, A and A, B and C, um, that's be yourself, you know. So, so often I see people scaling down to the most like shell version of themselves you know again you don't need to give every detail but I think it's important that like for yourself to be seen um but also for others to really see you I think that's an important part of the conversation too yeah definitely because it sounds like um kind of minimizing so like say when they do that they get 100 likes or 100 people matching but then it's like when you 
show your true self and like really kind of specific, just like in who you are. I feel like not necessarily, but say you only got five likes, but out of them, three of them were freaking amazing and actually worth going on a date with. Like, why wouldn't you want to just like limit it down? Like, it's not about finding that value in others. It's creating that joy and just finding what you're looking for. And it's okay if it's even one person. Like, what if right. that's, you only need one person? <laughs> I, exactly. I was just going to say, especially if you are looking for a, a traditional monogamous relationship, yeah. you only need one, you know, so that's okay. And I think we, because it's, we get into video game land, it's like hundreds and hundreds, you know, sometimes I see people going into this wanting and desiring the self-approval, but then it's like, then we're missing why you came here. You know what I mean? Like we were missing why you like, so you hit the nail on the head. Like if you do really like, you came here for something else. You didn't come here for self self approval. Um, and if it is coming up for you, it's like okay, like that. That's there's nothing wrong with that. But it's an invitation to be like, okay, I need to start validating myself more. Like I'm seeing that I'm really desperate, which is okay. But like for others to validate me and tell me I'm beautiful, like I, there's it, that's welcome. You know, like it, of course it feels good, but it's like that's an invitation to be like, oh, okay, I need to do this more. Like I need more validation on my end. You know, and it's I, that's also why I do love these conversations, especially dating, because so often it's a mirror into where we can do the work. That's why I, lo- I think it's the most fascinating thing, you know, the conversation about dating, because sometimes it's so rude. But those cracks that we see and those like, oh, this uncomfort is really a space to be like, okay, cool. Like it's an invitation to heal deeper, show up more aligned and show up with more love. You know, it's I, I love this work um, like we're talking about because it's just such a you know, it's an invitation to really go deep with yourself. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it it is really interesting because dating can be such a smokescreen where um, you can look to dating to try to fix things within yourself, but that only goes so far. But then it also, if you do go that extra mile and see the things that you need to work on to actually feel happy with yourself and find that true person instead of it's, it's not it's not just about the numbers unless you want it to be about the numbers but to find that ideal partner yeah yeah no it's true I you know I see it all the time for me personally too like that was one of the many times that I really like quote-unquote was the most like deeply spiritual path was doing the dating thing and even now in partnership because I'm like ooh, I'm confronted with my demon like I can't outrun this you know, I'm like confronted with my demons where I'm like, I got to deal with this I get, with love, you know, but like, I got to deal with this. And so I think it's a great, if you want, if someone wants to take it, it's a great pathway to real deep self-love and alignment. It can be a, a really amazing, you know, space for that. Yeah. You bring up a really good point with um, relationships. Like what, how, how does it change when you're flirting, when you're in a relationship or a long-term relationship? How do you keep that flirting alive yeah that's a big conversation because it can you know so usually when you feel safe with someone it becomes like great you know like it becomes I don't want to say sibling like but it becomes that like I feel so comfortable with you and sometimes some of that dissipates and so I think it is important to keep coming back to like keep coming back to that energy 
because it, like I said, it's easy to, which is okay. It's great that, you, you know, if you feel such safety in a relationship and you could, you know, and you could breathe and you could be messy and you could fart and all like, you know, that's great. Like, that's so amazing. And um, again, if we go off the definition we started with, that's easy then, you know, cause you don't need to do the manipulation of like, hi, you know, like you don't need to do any of that. It could just be, yeah. okay. Like, yes, we could fart in, in front of each other and do these gross things, but also like, okay, it's, it's another invitation to keep going back to like my turn on and my radiance. And it's that again, that, how are you going to show up in a partnership that sometimes gets real, real and, you know, deals with real things like bills and uncomfortable, you know, like all mm-hmm. of that. And how can you, still cultivate turn on you know like even non-fun things like I'm thinking of silly things like okay we're planning you know dinner with this friend and dinner with it it's like okay great like how can we still show up in a relationship and also cultivate and keep because you know I see at least for my journey I was it was I was more easily in this you know flirtatious land when single because I was really I had more space to cultivate this this turn on and this radiance and it like there was more space for it. So now I know, okay, like how do I consciously come back in the context of life and where there's bills to pay and there's, you know, messy conversations. Like how do I keep coming back to that space? Um, I think that I'm so glad you brought that up because I think it's important for us if we're partnered, if we're not, like I think it's important for us to have that relationship um, with if it's, it's so funny because this whole conversation, it's about other people, but it's so about ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? it's so about ourselves, which is so funny because we're taught like it's about other people and it is, but like, you know, you said like, who could you flirt with? And I'm even laughing now. I'm like, I even hear clients sometimes like I flirt with the universe, you know, like I flirt with myself, you know? And I'm like, it's, it's just, it all starts inward, you know, it all. And that's such a stereotypical answer, but it does start inward knowing like what jazzes you up. Are you going to flirt with the universe? Are you going to flirt with yourself? Like it's, it's has to begin with you. Or else it's going to feel so gross, you know, like if it doesn't yeah. begin with you, it's going to, and it just is exterior. It doesn't feel good. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I'm going to share this. I can't believe I'm sharing this. So when I flirt with myself and I've, I've caught myself in the mirror and I'm like, look at that little booty. That's cute booty. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it does, it brightens my day. I don't care. So it's like, yes. Yeah. And I think more people need to do stuff like that. You got to love yourself, you know? It's, it's true. I love that because I think it's like a playful, or, you know, version of the self love thing. Because I think like so much, I'm obsessed with that. Um, so, but <laughs> so many of us, it's like this self love is so heavy. Like, it's exciting, but like, it's like very like self-love, self-love, self-love. And it's like, oh my God, like, what does that mean? Like, how do I do that? And like, I love that you name that because it's like an easy in, you know, it's a playful one. Instead of like, I would go to my childhood, you're like, hey, babe, cute butt, you know, like it makes like playful energy, you know, like it's playful and light. And you're like, ah, and that's so much of like, what the, what, healing it you know sometimes it is done in the underbelly and in the shadows but when you can have this like light playful I can laugh at myself thing so much is shakeable and movable so I'm like obsessed that you shared that because it's so helpful (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) so as we start to wrap up a little bit are there any last things that you would like to share about learning Yeah, you know, we kind of touched upon it, but I've had the little bit of like the, oh, yeah, like it really is an internal 
thing. And what's cool about it is it's going to ebb and flow and change with the seasons of your life. And I think we have to honor that. And I think so often we are like, oh, I'm broken because it does. I hear a lot with people is um, I'm broken because it doesn't look like this flavor like it used to. I'm like, right. Well, that was 10 years ago. And you were in a very different setting and season of your life. Like, of course, it looks like this shade, you know, so I invite people to play with like all the shades, all the textures this relationship is supposed with the flirting is supposed to ebb and flow and again because we just have that one version that we see from like Hollywood we think it's always supposed to look like that but it is going to look different so like your relationship to your pleasure and to your turn on you know I would leave you know my last note is leaving people with the again the invitation for them to keep defining keep learning their language of turn on and pleasure so they could share that with others because that's the whole thing you know it's like you're where you're at now literally in this moment with your relationship to pleasure your relationship to turn on and then sharing that with others you you know being cool with the seasons because my level of play and turn on is very different than it was three weeks ago and being cool with where you're at so I think again it's so funny because we think it's all about someone else all about someone else but I would first investigate knowing yourself so well and knowing the turn on so well and being willing to ebb and flow with your pleasure and your turn on. And then you could share that with others. Yeah, no, I really like that. Just being gentle with yourself, being where you're at, learning about your pleasure, your joy, your turn ons. Um, So then you can share that and you can also be self-sustaining in that. I mean, like you said, it's, well, once you have that in yourself, you can always share that and you can like increase that with someone else but like yeah it's definitely so much more stable to have that radiating from you the last thing I was just gonna say um like do you have a self-care practice that you would like to share with us well it's funny I want to share this one because now we talked about it uh (laughs) but let's do I want to talk about like quickly the pleasure conversation um and you know so often we think of that in one way but how I look at it how I teach it how I think of it and how many so many of us do is and my practice is coming back to pleasure every day and so instead of these like grand gestures again of like someone being on a chaise lounge it's asking myself throughout the day like and this is a practice like I literally do this all the time like asking myself throughout the day how pleasurable is this how pleasurable is this? Is this task pleasurable? Like on a scale, you know, like, am I feeling really crunchy? Or am I feeling pretty lit up? And if I'm feeling crunchy, like how can I up it two notches? You know, so I don't need to be like a 10 again. Like if I'm doing a mundane task, like work, like, you know, doing my taxes, I don't need to be in a boa, but like, how can I up that too? Maybe it's listening to amazing music. Maybe it's putting kombucha in a cool chalice, you know? So it's like, how can I take that and like up it just a notch or two? Um, And again, some moments are not meant to feel, you know, some moments are not meant to feel pleasurable. Some moments, you know, we have to really feel what's coming up. But so that's a little disclaimer. But when things are, you know, in the mundane or it's okay to feel pleasure, um, I do ask myself throughout the day, how pleasurable is this? How pleasurable is this? How can I make this more pleasurable? So I get really good um, instead of feeling like a victim to certain situations and of course again disclaimer sometimes we are victims to situations um but instead of feeling like I'm a victim to the day the day sucks you know like I don't want to cook and do this this and this after I feel a little bit more empowered of like oh but I'm going to add my little footprint or my little you know blueprint or my little handprint into this 
into this instead of like, oh, I'm just, this day is just going to suck and it's just gone. I'm like, I get to consciously cultivate and add my spice flavor magic. And so that's my um, self-care practice because when I feel good, um, I can hold more and I can hold good things. So I think that is a really a good way to self-regulate and do good self-care. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's where like yeah just bringing that more into your life and sorry and I'm 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 getting tongue-tied because I'm still stuck on doing taxes with a boa because I'm like yeah I want a hobby boa to do my taxes <laughs> you're like why um, can't I <laughs> why can't I right? do both <laughs> so yeah so I think I I think that's a wonderful recommendation and where can we find more of you at Yes. So um, everyone can find me on Instagram um, and my handles at we the light underscore LLC. Um, and I have tons of free goodies. I'm like the queen of giving free stuff away. So I want everyone to have access to that. Um, I have free things um, and I won't get too crazy into it, but I have a blog, a podcast. Um, I have an awesome free book that's actually all about pleasure. So if you're like, I like this conversation, I want to learn more. Um, you can get that there. I also um, do a free 60 minute call. So I have tons of, I live for free resources and you can go on the website and see, you know, like, do I want to talk to her? Or do I not, you know, so just go on the website and get all that information. And the website is www.wethelight.org. Again, I'm here to support you in whatever way. And there's tons of free goodies for everyone, you know, to whatever touch point they want They're, you know, everyone's welcome to all the free goods that I give out. <laughs> Well, awesome. Thank you for being here. And I'll put that in the um, show notes. So perfect. Yay. And, yay. and you can <laughs> find me on Instagram at Nightwind Coaching. And thank you all for listening. I will see you next week. Bye.